podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. I say it every year, every single season, but oh my god, the international breaks are the absolute worst, dude. How are you doing? Just just take me with you, international break. I'm groggy, I'm checked out, I don't know what's going on, I don't even want to be here, I'm just sweating, I, I don't know, man. Pre-pod sweats is not usually where you want to be on. That's a bad place to start. And yeah, yet, place to start. here I am with a hot tea right next to me. Stupid, yeah. stupid me. To sweat, to sweat more? Stupid, stupid me. <laughs> so, uh, Game Week 4 was a long time ago now, but we had the we had two fireside chats last week, if anyone missed those, a little international break treats for you, and then we haven't potted since Game Week 4, so how'd you do? Yeah, well, I'm fresh off the wild card. Uh, finished up with a nice post wild card red arrow, just the way I like it. Fifty eight points. <laughs> um, I mean, Laporte is really just like the thing that's that a, defined that's a my dagger. Yeah, that just defined my life. Was just rolling with Laporte and spending the extra million there because now I'm looking at. You know him obviously dead, so I just had about a million at least that I could have put elsewhere and saved. You know, yep. so I'm just not not there right now. So I, I still have Laporte. I lost point one on him last night or two nights ago or whatever, and that's that that is what it is. But yeah, fifty eight points. I mean, Captain Raz. You know, he had a whopping total of zero shots, so that was a good job by me. Mm-hmm. And. Overall, I, I feel like I did an okay wildcard job. I, I like the pieces I have. McGinn, definitely a little bit, you know, concerned about. I'm going to be watching that yeah. really closely this weekend against West Ham. But, you know, he has Arsenal in game week six, and then he has home Burnley at Norwich, home Brighton. So, the fixtures my thinking are crazy, when I, yeah. Yeah, the fixtures are good. And, and the thinking with him going into the at Palace last weekend was that I would be able to give him a little run. But now that Laporte's dead and I'm going to have free money coming in, that's probably like the most troublesome spot on my team. So I, I need to figure out what I want to do with him. But I feel you like know, sticking I with Trent, well, maybe more troubling, possibly just as a starter. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just I don't know where I'm going to go with him, and right. you know I can still rotate him with with Lundstrom, yeah. and you know, I'm going to bench him this weekend against City and. Probably next weekend against Burnley, but you know the fixtures like in the medium term, just having him as an option to rotate feels okay. Yeah, and it's it's again, you know, it's similar to where am I going to go with him, right? Yeah, it's I like mean, I if, could... if he's a starter every week, I hate the pick. If he's rotational or on the bench, I love the pick. It's it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking to do with him. But you know, I still I'm happy I kept Trent and Rabo. You know, they're both just going to be good, I think, and. You know, Raz Kevin had the defender in City, and you know, Alaire looked good, and you know, team's looking okay. So hopefully, any, I'll be able any to, like early regrets other than you know, obviously getting unlucky with Laporte. No, not really. Yeah. Um, not really. I, I Rico, I guess, was just a little bit of a 
Yeah, there's no one though, right? A, yeah, there was just no one there, and I needed to get a four guy. I mean, I could have gotten Kelly, I guess, but I probably would have benched him anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. And yeah, I just not not really. I mean, I, I think that going into last weekend, the picks I made made sense, and yeah. I think I'm I'm in okay shape. So so we'll see where it goes. Uh, what what about you? How'd you look? Yeah, that seems good. Uh, I had a really bad week, so. Let me just start with my transfers. I did. I took a minus four, first hit of the season, made a triple move. I did <clears throat> Richarlison, Perez, and Gomez out for Kevin, Mount, and Emerson. Perez and, and Gomez play literally combined zero minutes, and I'm still net negative 10 points if I just made no moves because my bench players scored points and Rich had a 15-pointer, so... You know, back to normal FPLs things where you you hold patient with a guy for a bit, transfer him out, and then he hauls and plays the best game he's played in like a year, maybe. <laughs> so that's very frustrating. Um, I had fifty points, forty six if you count the hit. Game with Grant with four point six million down, almost four hundred k places. Like I'm still, t- you know, this early being overall rank of four hundred seventy k is still totally fine, but it was definitely a really really dark week. I just had like no points. I mean, I had Salah's six. Everyone has Salah. I had Kevin's 13. Most people have Kevin. And then I had a Van Dyke clean and Ederson clean and a Dean assist and that's it. And I had some you know Emerson blowing a 2-0 lead against Sheffield United. I had Jerry D playing eight total minutes. I had fucking just a lot of ones and twos and threes out there. And then one of the things that I was most, or I felt most like smart about was was dodging the Raz cap, and I thought my my lineup lambs did a pretty good job explaining why I wasn't captaining Raz. But the problem is I didn't, my captain didn't do anything, so I I actually lost points on it because I captained Pookie, who was just bad and Norwich were bad, so. Yeah, I mean, in another world, I, I hit that captain, and then and it's a big differential captain, and I have a really huge week. But this week, I didn't hit it, so I had a really bad week. But um, yeah, it's hard to adjudicate for like West Ham shutting Norwich out after their like bottom three in every defensive metric so far. I mean, granted, yeah. small sample size, but you know, you, you can't see that coming. Yeah, I mean, Norwich. I watched that game pretty closely with the cap on Buki, and Norwich were just off it. I mean, like this is the whole argument. It's like almost the argument for and the argument against form being a thing because it's this magical, untrackable, untraceable, like ether fucking bullshit that sometimes you captain the guy, quote unquote, in form and it works. And then you're like, yeah, form's good. And sometimes you captain the guy, quote unquote, in form and it doesn't work. And you're like, oh, now they're out of form. It's just like this made up thing. And like, yeah, Norwich started the season looking really good going forward in every match, even even though they lost, you know, 4-1 against Liverpool and lost against Chelsea. They looked really good and the passing was good and creating chances and everything. And they just like lost all of that. They a lot of like ton of dispossessions and just losing the ball and just misplaced passes and they were just they were just off it. Just happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the week. That's the week. So let me shout out the FML Field Prize League Mug League winner for August. I did this last week, but I fucked it up because there was still one more game week in August. But it doesn't even matter. Philip Bazin retains his lead, still taking Great job by him. And shout out to the leader of the FML field publicly, Desmond Brady flying, OR rank of 188. 
It's early. That's just absurd. All right, dude. So we're both kind of off the boil. International break pod. I think we're just going to do questions and, and talk about whatever comes from the questions. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Happy on Slack. Do you reckon Otamendi is now the most nailed, cheapest route into the City D, or would you still back Pep to throw guys like Fernandinho slash some other bloke back there in his place? I'm asking as I'm on wildcard and looking to nail down the set and forget back line. Yeah, I mean, I think Otamendi is pretty safe, right? Like, he played left-sided center back a lot. That's kind of, Even though he's a right footer, that's like where he's more comfortable. And before Laporte was there, or when they were trying to bet him in, when they bought him, you know, kind of two years ago, Otamendi was playing that left side a lot, and I think he's, I think he's, I think he's safe. Yeah, I think he's the most safe guy, not named Ederson, like by far, yeah. like way, yeah. way more than Walker, Stones, or Zinchenko. I'd say Otamendi. So I think he's a fantastic pick, and I'm sure a ton of people will be on him soon. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely like 1A to 1B, like when I'm looking at replacing Laporte, I'll probably go with him. Yeah, it just seems like a great pick to me. Did we yeah. actually get a confirmation on like the timeline of Laporte's injury, or do we just know that he's fucked? I mean, he had knee surgery. So oh, he had knee surgery? Yeah, I'm oh, pretty okay, sure he had okay. knee surgery That's from that, you know, know. Doctor yeah. Kugatz. The Gatsa. Barcelona guy who Pep's probably uh, like Pep's his uncle or something. Friend, yeah, yeah. Who like what? Someone like went. Sane got injured and went to Germany instead of Kugatz, and and Pep was so mad. It was just like he's not getting his like <laughs> referral like discount or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but Laporte looks done for you know mon- months. Yeah. Okay. So Otamendi um, in because <clears throat> I'm noticing Zinchenko, em- Emerson's like, got a little flag and I'm just like cool, yeah cool, okay yeah yeah but I, and I mean it's the same thing with like Walker was bad last game but Cancelo's got to be pushing for a start I mean they didn't spend like a hundred million dollars on him to just ride him on the bench and you know Mendy's still like a human he declared he, himself fit for whatever that's worth yeah that doesn't mean shit but he's still a human who's alive who plays left back and Zinchenko. Obviously has his limitations, so it's just yeah. Ottomendi just seems like a good safe pick. It also must be said, right? I mean, they don't have a ton of like tall guys and world beaters in the box for indirect set pieces. But the last time he played three thousand minutes, he had four goals. Like that, that's that's yeah, great. He's, he's really good at attacking set pieces. Yeah, he's scrappy. He's just all, he's in the right spot a lot. So yeah, yeah Ottomendi is as bad as I think he is in actual IRLs. He's he's a good pick. Five four is just. The snip. Yeah, and also one last thing is just Champions League starting. So yeah, you know, a fullback rotation is going to come today when we're potting on Tuesday morning. There's going to be some rotation, like especially amongst the top teams, and yeah, so that makes Walker to me Walker and Zinchenko even less nailed because even if Walker still remains first choice, Cancelo may just get an easy prem match and Walker play in the Champions League, whatever. I mean, their group is a joke, so we might just see like a backup 11, but I don't know. Yeah, but I, week one, Champions, like they're going to yeah. want to lay the marker down. They're also yeah. flying to Shakhtar. They're flying to Ukraine in an away midweek. So that's that's a big, you know, comeuppance. Also, I mean, I don't know how much this actually matters, but psychologically... You know Pep wants to win the Champions League way more than the Prem again. 
to me. I mean, it's not psychological. That's just like a fact. Yeah. So whatever that means, we'll have to kind of see if we can get any information in the first like two ish Champions League matches on how he's going to rotate and stuff. Like last season, it was Jesus in Champions League. Coon in the league and then subbed off early, but maybe he flips those this year. I have no idea, but something to monitor for sure. Yeah. Uh, Phil on Slack, when so many players in the same position and similar price bracket are performing well, what criteria separates the players you want from the rest? For example, Puki, Allaire, Wilson, Barnes, all in good form and similar price. Why do we pick Puki and Allaire? I spaced out. What? What? What was the question? It's just <laughs> holy shit! We're, oh my god! International break hey. rest. Okay. <laughs> so many players in the same position in price bracket are performing well. What do you? What criteria separates the players you want from the rest? So what? What are you looking at there? I mean. If we take those examples, I think a lot of it for me is eye test and how the team is looking. Um, okay. The stats. The of, same shit that we talk about like all the time. Well, yeah, the only thing that's different is like I didn't mention stats, and I'm a stat merchant, and I usually do mention stats because the stats for guys at this price bracket are pretty similar. Like Barnes's stats are really good. Callum's stats are bad, but like you know, he gets in there. He'll he'll get his chances. N- none of these guys are gonna put up like you know Aguero type games where he just has like fucking scenic amount of shots and super high XG. But West Ham look really good going forward when they have when they're fit. I mean, they've only been fit for basically two matches, and the other one was against City, so it doesn't count. But when they're fit, they've looked really good going forward. Allaire looks really fucking good. I want a piece of it. Puki, up until last week, Norwich looked extremely good going forward, super attacking, creating a lot of chances as a team, etc. And that's like very different to me from what Callum Wilson and Barnes and Bournemouth and Burnley are doing, respectively. So to me, that's a big difference when you're looking at guys like, you know, who may be putting up similar stats in the same price bracket. There's always a way to separate them out. Yeah, I, I like all that. What I'm interested to hear your thoughts on uh, Tamala. It might be time. Yeah. I mean, he looks really good. It, it's one of those weird ones where how much credit do you give him for pouncing on the two mistakes and scoring the goals and how and how much credit do you like how much do you take away from him from like, well, he just scored on two fucking stupid Sheffield United mistakes, so he didn't really like do shit. I mean, he still had a bunch of shots. He created a lot of chances. Um, one of the things that's a little bit weird with Tammy when I was looking at stats last night, though, is like he had like super high XA and XG, but two of those came on that same play where Henderson spilled it. Like basically, Tammy headed it, which I from my perspective, was a shot on goal, but it counted as an assist because Pulisic got a foot on it. Pulisic got a foot on it. And that was like a huge XA created chance, like create a huge chance thing in the stats. And then the ball fell out to him and that was his biggest XG chance and he scored on it. So it was like, the stats are kind of inflated, but they're still really good even without that. And he just looks good and I think the spot is his. So... 
they have bad fixtures, but they also can't defend and are just basically all out attack. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just his stats are really difficult to read. I think like yeah. we're four game weeks in, and he started three of them. He gets subbed every game, but he only has five shots on target all year, and he has four goals. Wow! Like yeah, I don't that's know. Really I don't bad. know what. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, that just sounds insane to me. And you know, Chelsea, I think look like fine against Sheffield United, Sheffield United, but. <laughs> 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 but four goals on five shots on target is just a ridiculous yeah, thing. I, like you're I mean, not I didn't be, know that. That's obviously not sustainable at all. Yeah, like you're not eighty percent conversion, and his two chances that you mentioned were by no doing of any Chelsea player. Like it was just right. howler, two howlers. So the price is still good, you know. Like yeah. subset, like he's seven two right now, and it's like if I'm I, like I see him Barnes in every team. And I know Chelsea has two bad fixtures. They have Champions League coming up, and he's you know he's going to get subbed. But I don't see a life of world that I want Ashley Barnes over Chelsea striker. No, like that doesn't make that doesn't add up to me. So I, I maybe Tammy's like flying a little bit under the radar, but you know if you could wait a couple of weeks, still makes more sense to me, and just see what's going on, and and let the Wolves and the Liverpool game pass because. Yeah. Game week seven. I mean, their whole their fixture run from game week seven is home Brighton at Southampton, home Newcastle at Burnley at Watford, home Palace. Like those that those there's going to be points. You want Tammy there? Yeah, yeah. I'm still like a little bit concerned that like they basically haven't for most of the season created chances that weren't either on the counter or came from pressing slash a mistake. And we kind of those are like the two, but those are like that's like all they are. Yeah, no, that, like that is what they counter, are. So. I mean, it's just yeah. a little bit concerning that a team like Sheffield United, if they don't make two mistakes, Chelsea create very, very little. Like basically, yeah, they maybe lose that game two on. Yeah, like basically one chance, like one good chance, which you okay. know, yeah, 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 it's yeah, just something okay. to monitor. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I really like Tammy as a player. I think we, we both do. Like, just he's so good to watch, yeah. and he's oh no, yeah, always yeah. have. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for him, but. Okay. But I mean, to get back to the question, like, are you like you don't want three of these players, though, right? I responded to someone else about that on Slack, where I was just like, someone said, like, is it a trap to have three like mid? Yes, it's an absolute fucking trap. I mean, the only way that I would do it is if I still had my wild card, because if you still have your wild card and one of these guys starts being really bad or gets hurt or something, you don't have to rip your team up to like double move or triple move and and restructure because there's probably not going to be someone else in the price bracket that you feel confident going to. Yeah. yeah, Um, But if you have wild card, then I actually like it probably like, why not? You're getting three of the most informed like value players in the game. So I would just do it. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Chelsea, Lad Patrick on selection, Mount or James? I mean, it's still a, a tough one with Chelsea's next two fixtures, right? Like, yeah. at Wolves, home Liverpool is just bad. Like, those are as, bad, really as bad fixtures as you'll see back to back. With Champions League in between. Yeah, so, I mean, they have three games in, in a week or whatever, two. I don't know what the what this shit is, but... I, it, James is just like... I, he does just does my head in. He just doesn't create anything, and, you know, they have home Leicester at West Ham the next two, and... 
You know, they have Arsenal, Liverpool coming up, and at Newcastle is a pretty bad attacking fixture. They're just, you know, parking the bus with like eight back. I I don't love James in the spot. I, I think I'd probably rather go Mount because I just think he's like a very good long term hold. I don't I, I mean the stats I, I don't know. What do you what do you see there? The stats are really similar. They're both kind of like shoot on sight. Like both of them are racking up like gigantic shot numbers, like facking shoot all a tactics in and, and James is just shooting every time he gets the ball, which you know, that's good for fantasy and, and Mount is shooting a lot too, except for last last week. But the difference is like Mount is also creating a lot of chances, which you'd love to see. Um it just, is eight to two. Yeah, just more avenues of point scoring, which you like. So if if they're basically shooting at the same rate and, and roughly similar like XG, James is a little bit higher, then you'd rather go with the guy who's Probably more nailed, I would say, in mount and on set pieces and creating chances. So, yeah. The only thing with mount that's like a little bit worrisome is he only has ten penalty area touches on the season. Yeah, I mean he he hates being in the box. Yeah, I mean he's just Ruben Neves, like young, <laughs> yeah. young English version he's like, of Ruben Neves. Barkley but... was good. That's actually what he's like. No, no. <gasps> If Barkley was good, he would just be doing these things. He'd be pressing and shooting from outside the box, but good shots and creating chances and stuff. The dogs are barking. Yeah, I hear the dogs. Oh, yeah, me too. Can we get a toy going or something? (laughs) But Mount also has the set pieces, which is always a nice little like underlying tick merchant. Like if you get one assist off a set piece every like five or six games, that's just huge because those are just robbing the fucking bank if you get that. It yeah. just feels so much better. Yeah, but Mount, even though like the pen area, pen touches aren't there. I mean, James isn't. You know, he has more. He's on like twenty one on the season, but you know, the shot attempts like Mount has fourteen to eleven in his favor, and Mount well, the, just is the really minutes good. Though, are are swaying that a bit, I and mean, the shots are basically the same. Like per okay. per minute, shots are basically the same. All right, yeah, you're right. He's got like an extra seventy minutes yeah, or so. But yeah, yeah. Mount Mount's eye test. I mean, they're both eye tests. Like, okay, like they're both good. You know, you watch both of them play, and you're like, all right, like they've got something about them. But right. United just aren't as like free flowing, and I mean, Chelsea aren't free flowing, but it's more like chaos, and they have good chances because of the chaos. Yeah, and I, I don't Chelsea know. I just are like, way more I like willing Mount. to just yolo the ball forward and push yeah. every fucking single attacker on the pitch forward and just try and create something. Where United are like a, little, a bit more conservative and bad, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Mount. I like Mount a lot more. And, and but it also depends on like what your situation is. Like if you're on wild card, if the rest of your team is fine, like maybe you want to try and get Mount in after these two tough games. And maybe you want you know, both James on wild card. Yeah, maybe both. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But yeah, I mean, maybe. James, I really like the look of him, but he's not going to be scoring a worldie every single week. No, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not possible. Uh, Evans on Slack is looking for the best 5-5 five, five defenders. Kind of an area we've ignored. You know, Otamendi, I think we both would put up there. Who else? I don't know. What, what are you saying? 5-5 five, five and under? I'm looking around. I mean, Emerson, dude, what, I don't even know what to do with Emerson. I... I'll save that for later. Um, I mean, Coleman's still fine, right? Like Everton are still probably fine, and Coleman's getting, you know, getting in the box, doing his thing. Yeah, Tarko. Um, yeah, I, I, I shouted Burnley on the last pod. I think they're 
defenders are a little bit overlooked. They're just being they're just back to being Burnley. Um, yeah, like Maitland Niles. I mean, they, he had a couple of the tough ones out of the way. Yeah, and, and he he created a bunch of chances against Spurs. Um, and yeah, I mean, Bellerin should be back soon ish, but. For now, not, you can, you can yeah, see. not not like in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, would like like Chilwell is someone to look at, I, but they have United, Spurs, Liverpool three of the next four, so it's just not the right time. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, hmm. that's about it. I mean, there's not a ton there, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really like the United guys. Yeah, there's really not that much there. I'm I'm looking around for more, and I'm just not seeing that much more. Yeah, it's so weird that I mean, Duffy the, got dropped for the yeah, city match. That, that was so that was very strange. But yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of defensive options. Those like, like we're talking about, like, we have Liverpool, City. Like you know, there's there's still guys, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's just it's not like ten. It's more like five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mish, Mishka, legend. Um, Everyone has this happen to them. They bring in a player that seems good, stay patient for three fixtures, and then transfer them out. Then they go on a scoring spree. After all these seasons, is there no surefire way to avoid falling into this trap? I mean, are we talking about Richarlison right now? I mean, that's obviously who I'm thinking of. I don't know who Mishka's talking about, but... I mean, there is no way to avoid it, right? I mean, start a set-and-forget team. That's the only way to really avoid it. No, I, there isn't a way. And it, it, when you look at Richarlison, like, you know, what do you use to judge if a player is going to be coming with points in the near term or not? Like, you're eye testing about the player individually and also, like, the team attack. And when Everton just look like profligate, you know, you're, you're not going to be thinking, oh, home wolves, which is an actual bad on paper fixture. You're looking at a bus. That he's going to turn in the best game in the last, you know, calendar year. So it's so those that's going to happen. Like there are just so many players that we're looking yeah. at. You know that that's going to happen with players. But and he only had you know, three you, shots too. It's not like these this type of game where he just had eight shots eight and shots. one point five yeah, right. xg. And I'm like, oh my god, I need Richarlison. Like De Bruyne is still better. I just got right. fucked for one week, and it's really annoying. Yeah, and, and fucked. You just lost two points. Like. Right there, but in general, like you know, I think it's. I mean, when I I had the pod with James Drury from FPL Surgery, and you know, he I asked this to him of like, how do you decide when to move on and when to stay patient? He kind of said like it was like really two weeks is like what he looks at, right? So you look at the two week window, you look at the incoming fixtures, you look at the players' stats, you look at what the team's doing, and. If all of those things are kind of like downward or like not trending in the right way, then that's when you cut bait. And a player like Richarlison with his skills and Everton with like, you know, they're good. It's not like you're talking about fucking Cal Rob on Sheffield United where the fixtures like matter that much. You know, the fixtures still good for Everton. It could turn on a dime, but what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't think, I think like, yeah, you 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 give a little bit more leeway to like your premiums, like like James again was mentioning, like Sterling goes back to back matches without a shot. Like I'm not worried about Raheem Sterling. Like he's elite and he's going to be fine. Right. But if 
you know, Richarlison, who I am worried about and, you know, has basically never scored more than, what, 13 goals. Like, yeah, and he's expensive. And like, he's expensive. There are a lot of factors. And De Bruyne, I can get to De Bruyne, then, you know, I don't I don't give him more time. Like, I, yeah. I did recommend someone on Sly Captain, but that was because they had so many other fucking problems. Their team was a nightmare. My team was not in that situation. I had just a pretty good team, and, and I thought I made it way better, so... Yeah, unavoidable. Um, D back on Slack with Burnley's nice fixtures and no love for Barnes. Are the like of are the likes of Wood, McNeil, or Good Munson actual options? Or apart from Pope and a few four or five defensive guys, are they a stay away? I mean, Good Goodmanson, I think is injured, but I like this is when Wood is going to go on a run. For the right. record, before we go into this, I'm a Smashley Barnes fucking hipster. Like I, I started the Smashley Barnes train. I've probably had him in every single season he's played in FPL. I'm not exaggerating. I've always had him. So, you know, one of us hates Barnes. The other is fine with him. Yeah, I fucking hate him. But th- this is when Wood's going to go on a run is, is all I can see. Like I, no one has him. Everyone's buying Barnes and it's just going to be Wood party like Party after party. Is this so, the first on, first Walsh's balls shot of the season? No, I, I don't feel like good. And I, I still like so my issue with Burnley, like at the absolute core, is just they're not an attacking team, and yeah, I Wood don't has five really shots in four games. Yeah, like I, I mean, and Barnes' shots are through the roof so far, but I just don't really like buying attackers on teams that don't attack when they're going to be really relying on having to snatch at. You know the two or three like reasonable opportunities they have per game, so that's like a fundamental fundamental issue that I have with the team like Burnley and buying their attackers. But if if I were to wager, I would bet that Wood will have more points than Barnes over the next like month. But I'm not going to put him in my FPL. It's team. a little bit weird. Like I'm not a Barnes owner, so I don't really give a shit. But it's a little bit weird that he was the first one to come off against Liverpool. I think they he was trying to avoid the red card because he was going insane. Right, right. That's he was going fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. And just save him because the match was done, maybe. Yeah. Or protect yeah, their just... superstar international, you know? Yeah, there's fucking... Austrian Fuck off. <laughs> so which defender do you like? I mean, I, I kind of like Loten. Yeah, he's, I mean, I like Loten. And I, I think the most nailed. I like Tarko also, though. I, I just... I just don't know I, if it's worth point five. It's probably not. Yeah, because I mean they don't have any other competitions. It's it's it realistically it, it probably is not worth. Yeah, five. so I don't I don't know why I would do that. But it's just like spiking that fifteen pointer is in there, right? Like Loton yeah, realistically, he, he, can also he could have fucking red card and own goal. Yeah, spiking that negative yeah. two pointer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, Loton could have two assists all season. So what's the upside, right? Like you're you're oscillating between two and six. With yeah. Tarko, you legitimately have like a couple of fifteen pointers in there, maybe. Yeah, like he'll he'll score a few goals probably. Yeah, and I mean I don't know what their fullback situation is like. Long Taylor, I don't know, but I mean it's Loden. I mean yeah, Loden can't be ish at, at, at risk, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then I'm seeing a lot of people like, oh, I have Pope. Like I don't want another defender. It's still like just PSA. If you have Pope and. Fucking me and Loten, Pope only, me and Pope, Tarko and Pope. No matter who you have on this players on this team will not impact whether or not they keep a clean sheet. 
So just look at what the fixtures are, look at who you're looking at in that player versus player kind of comparison, and just pick the guy who you think is going to keep the most clean sheets. Because if you have two or three defenders or one, it has no impact on whether the team, the team keeps the clean sheet. Love that. Great PSA. Yeah. Um, Matt Steenstra on Slack. James versus Martial, Laka, ver- Laka versus Obbs. Cheaper options at the same position on the same respective teams, but it frees up serious money to use elsewhere. What do you think? I'm starting to get hot for pegs. <laughs> Nicolas. But hold on. Let's talk about Pepe after. What do you think about this hedging, for sort of coveragey moves? Like going Laka over Obbs and James over, Mar- uh, over a fit Martial? I mean, it's just bad. Like yeah, the question should exactly be James think. versus Mount or Laka versus Bob versus exactly. like a seven million, right? Exactly. It's not, you know, what team? It's what player in that price bracket. But the, the bottom line is, does it matter that they're on the same team? And the answer is no, unless it's like it is. unless it's a team no. like City or Liverpool where you want three. We know that we want triple of each, and so we're using a valuable like spot, a, a valuable one of the three. Otherwise, it does not matter that these guys are on the same team, like Obbs versus Laka. Like, they're not comparable. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't matter. It's one of those weird. It's it's not like a bias. It's it's almost just like a deception or something where people are comparing like assets from the same team. Oh, get Bob over Salah. Like, like no, we're not comparing Bob and Salah. They have completely different roles on the roster and the team and captaincy and all that shit. We should be comparing, yeah, like you said, like Salah with Raz. That's those are the guys, the top yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So talk to me about Pepe because I cut you off there. It's just he just like looks so sexual to me. Yeah. And the fixtures are really good, and he shoots so much. Like he's on set pieces. He creates chances. He's created three big chances already. Like that's like among tops in the league. And he's only had, you know, a couple starts. And I just feel like in this run, he's going to be running into points. And I love him. I think I love him so much. God, their run is absurd. It's just like kind of stupid, you know? They, and they do so. The one X factor is right, like Europa. Like that's that's, what that's a concern. Like, up. what's he that's gonna what's he concern. gonna do? Yeah, because yeah, what's he gonna do is the best way for Arsenal to make Champions League winning Europa. I think the answer is unequivocally no. I, I think, think so third too. Place, I think United. I think their place is for the taking. Than, you know, I think they're better than Spurs. I think Arsenal are better than Spurs. Maybe I, I think we haven't seen Spurs yet. To be honest, I don't care. What they are up to, I just think Arsenal's better, and I think that that's going to be borne out over the season. I just mean like two or three weeks from now, Lacelso and Dombele, Ericsson. Like we haven't seen full strength Spurs, so I don't know yet. But either way, I think they're definitely way better than Chelsea and United. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just hot in the pants for Pepe's. Yeah, I mean the stats are good. That, I really I, want I, him. I really, like, I just, I really at this want him. Run until just now, as you mentioned it, it is fucking silly. Yeah, it's dumb. Like it's an actual dumb multiple month long Sejuan festival. Yeah, until they have home city in game week seventeen, every game is good. 
Yeah. I mean, like, away United and home Wolves aren't great. Away Leicester's not great, but they're all startable. And the rest are, like, fantastic. Yeah, Pepe, dude. Wow, Pepe. you're making me think about Arsenal. I mean, I might still wildcard. I don't even know what I'm doing. So maybe maybe I'll fucking ante up on Arsenal. What are you doing, dude? I, I, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. That's what I just said. <laughs> oh Pepe, is so, Pepe is so good, dude. No, I love watching him. He's so fucking He's just slick. so good. I don't like he's gonna fuck everything up all the time every game, but he's also gonna just get points. It's gonna be all both of the things every ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure once he breaks his duck, he'll be a little bit more comfortable. He seems he seems like a, a bag of nerves. A, just as soon as he gets into the box, he doesn't know what to do, or like panics or shoots too early or whatever. But as soon as he gets in there and and starts. Playing some of the worst teams in the league at home, etc. I think they'll just score points. But OBS too. I mean, must be said like OBS for this run as probably the only nailed, really nailed attacker in the side. Like OBS is just fucking so good for this run. I mean, he has not blanked yet. Yeah, and he's probably not going to blank until game week seventeen against City. <laughs> Yeah, OBS, OBS in. Oh, man. I hope he plays the kids in Europa. I really hope he does. Yeah, fucking Willock and all these little cunts. Yeah, like Nelson, go throw them Who cares? Who cares? Put Shaka out there. You yeah, know, Captain Cola, Shaka. Ugh, but he's not going to. No, he's, he's not going to. That and, and And that is, I think, the Thursday Europa team sheet from him is going to be the most important one of the week. Who are they playing? Looking it up. Eintracht. Oh. Frankie Frank? Yeah. I mean, that was a tough game last season, but I don't know how they're doing this season. Oh, man. Yeah, Arsenal. Okay, we'll see. So TC on Slack. At Walsh, this is just for you. I'm not allowed to answer. I want to bring in Gaz Cahill on wildcard, 4.5 million. Do you reckon he keeps his spot if Sacco and Tompkins are both fit? Yeah, I mean, I've been saying this for a while. I think probably like preseason, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I had, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous to think that Tompkins will play over him. It just, again, right? Like you're looking at the fixtures for us until, you know, really December, and there's like, Two-ish starts there, yeah. Maybe one, yeah. Really one. I, I the the fixtures are so bad, so I don't I don't really see I mean, where you're game going week there. six home wolves. That's bad. I mean, wolves are still yeah, even though they they're they're busting like like you, that it's could startable. Be yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Fine. Say game week six like home Norwich is bad at West Ham's bad City Arsenal Spurs Leicester Chelsea Liverpool like. What are we talking yeah, about? We're talking like about are, starting them gaming six, fourteen, and fifteen. Those are like the yeah. upcoming starts. Yeah. So I mean that's where I'm like, give me Loton every day of the week or Yeah. I mean, really anyone, like even Newcastle, like they, they yeah. park just like we do. They don't have like one startable fixture until December. So I think they're just better. Well, you have, to you have your Derby this week, the Walsh Derby of Spurs versus Palace. Holy Who's shit. That a dar- Who's it's, that a Darby? It's with? you versus all of the Spurs fans in the world because you fucking hate them. Like me versus me? Yeah, it's just a big Darby for you. Yeah, we'll do them. Then tech it's, a, it's a way, so you probably will. Mm-hmm. Mm, 
Good, good one. Um, I can't wait to see like Davinson at right back against Zaha. That's Pochettino's really smart, right? That's is this good. Good. is this a fullback? <laughs> any human? This, any, any human? This Poch. is a fullback. Is this a fullback? Oh <laughs> Essendon on Slack. Tammy Allaire, Keane, Pookie, Wilson, Barnes, IU, LOL. How many of the soupy forwards should we try to fit in at this point? Yeah. So we kind of, but and we didn't talk about Keen. What what did you see from him? I mean, he had his first start against Wolves. He got the assist, seventy five minutes. What, what do you? I mean, he's six eight. What, what are we looking at? I mean, with this I'm, I'm really interested in him. I still like very yeah. much believe in him and believe that that was like a really good transfer from Everton. Was not overly impressive against Wolves. I mean, his touch is really bad that match and. He just kept giving it away, and Wolves, we know what Wolves do defensively. They were just tight on him all day, and he, he struggled to find space and stuff like that. But he still, you know, put up some numbers. Like, he still got an assist. He still had a couple decent pops. I think that if Silva has any brains at all, he'll he'll stick with him, and he'll stick with the Wolves and stick with this team that looked way, way better and, like, rejuvenated from the first three matches. And if he does that, I think Keane will eventually come good. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about a Wobbs? You're, you're a lover. I love a Wobbs. I know. That's what I, just, that's where I, what I led with. Yeah, he's so fucking good. But comparatively to, like, guys we even just talked about in Mountain James and stuff, like, Wobbs is not a goal scorer. Like he rarely shoots. He rarely. He could be. He I could mean, be. May, yeah, maybe he added that to his game. And and at Arsenal, he just never played in in this type of position where he can take shots. But historically, he's not a goal scorer at all. And he's really just kind of a ball progressor and pass into the box and and some assists type of guy. And compare that to like. James and Mount are shooting like four and a half times per game. Like I'll take the goals. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough that's a tough ask, I guess, when you're comparing it like that, right? Yeah. Chucking out Slack sent in an, an extremely long, long question. The short version is I'm basically asking for your thought process when you have a guy you like who's blanked a few in a row and what to do with them if it differs depending on the price of the player and should it differ. And we kinda touched on this with the like you know, with the Richarlison transfer out and stuff like that. I, I, is there more to say on this? I mean... No, I think it's just reiterating also, like, the premium yeah. players, like you mentioned with Raz, right? It's it's The stats are less important. You know, we know that, you know, Obbs, Kuhn, Raz, Mo, Mane, they're, they're all going to be great, and it's just a matter of do you want to hold them for the long term or do you want to try and still chop and change... That spot based on fixtures, and you know right. that, that's up to you. Yeah, it's a you, funny. You know thing the because, players are great. Yeah, it's funny because I'm I am so into stats, but at the same time, like more than half of the tweets that I see that have some sort of like list of like topics, you guys or stats or something like that. Usually, not all of them, but usually, I'm just like, eh, that's bullshit. Like, because it's still so early. Only four games in, the stats are still so like malleable. Like if someone puts up a huge XA game, they're gonna instantly vault to like top two or three XA in the league, you know. And you have to remember that yes, we only have four data points from this season, but for someone like you know De Bruyne is a perfect example. We have a million data points from sixteen, seventeen entire season, seventeen, eighteen entire season. You know, brief stint last season that like he's elite. So even if De Bruyne like 
had no assists but good XA and key passes this season, I would still feel just as confident. Like, oh yeah, he's still going to score like 200 points, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> Enrique Anslack, there are a lot of options now up top in the 6-7-5 to seven, five range. We can't have them all. Do you like the looks of the mids, like Mount, James, Lanzini, et cetera, or the forwards, Barnes, Allaire, Tammy, et cetera, more? Like early early in the season, and kind of the reason you started with Martial was you much preferred the, the mids in that discussion. Do you still feel that way? That's a big question. Yeah, that's it's really hard, actually. I, th- um, I think I trust the forwards more. Forwards more, you think? They're still like Maddo. I mean, they have a few bad fixtures. Yeah, I think I, don't I know. trust I guess, like Pookie, Abraham, Allaire over like... Maddo, James, Mount, Mount whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess like what I want to know more is, like, I mean, this is like a macro level question, but like who are you looking at in your team like how does this like you impact want to know you? the other player is what you're saying yeah right? ex- yeah I mean I want to look at it more like specifically about like player A versus player B than just like do you like this amalgamation of like six forwards versus these six midfielders like I don't know how constructive that is so I mean when we you know we're talking about more breaking it down to the individual players you know I I, I think like I I still like Mount. Like at six four, I mean, other than Pookie, I think he's the best sub seven option of either position. But you know, if you if you ratchet it up to seven five, like I think Allaire is probably better than any mid at that bracket. Yeah, yeah I think so. Too. You know, Martial, I mean, we still don't even know if Martial's fit. Like he might still yeah, just be no like nah, yeah. knocked. So I think it's a lot of that. But I mean, realistically, like there are good options in both both midfield and forward at this price bracket. So it's just you know you you, you pick your horse, right? Right. Yeah, I think what, what about you're Ozil? saying. What about Ozil? Ozil? Yeah, he's coming. Oh God, not yet. Don't no, do, him, don't no, do no, this no. to yourself yet. He's gonna like start just... and captain Europa League team probably. Ozil? Yeah. Ugh, that'd be horrible. Yeah. It's well, not, I can't. I can't. I can't buy him yet. It's not not an option. Not an option. Not yet. Not yet. All right. All right Danny right. Farmer on Slack. I mean, everyone's asking about the forwards. I should have probably grouped these, but Danny Farmer on Slack rank the following for the next, you know, short term, short to midterm: Pookie, Allaire, Callum, and Abraham. I feel pretty um, confident putting Allaire first. Is that crazy? No, I don't. I don't think it's crazy. I just um, think. The guys he has playing behind him, like Felipe was unbelievable. Lanzini was good again. The fullbacks are attacking and he looks so good. And they've and they have mostly good fixtures too. So I, I yeah, like that. I think it's like one A, one B with him and Pookie probably. Yeah. Pookie, I'm always thrown off when a team has City. Because I like I might not even start Pookie this week because it's just Yeah. I mean I think that's bad, but he might not get more than like one shot, probably. This week, so they've been letting up shots, though they have. That's true. Yeah, they haven't been as good as as, as yeah. seasons past. Yeah. Um, Roadman on site. Do you see any of the strikers that have started poorly and dropped, or really cheap guys like Wesley and Joelinton gaining some form? Asking because I don't want a wild card or take hits, and I'm stuck with one in that bracket. He's probably like me and has fucking Jerry D. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I think Joel Linton just has like really bad fixtures, so he's not not a viable option right yeah. now. 
The one who I am still waiting for is is Mape. I I think that he's like somewhat good, and he could emerge. And I just I again you know it kind of comes back to looking at the team, and I, I see Brighton as an attacking team with Potter. Yeah. Like they're 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 progressive. You know they they get a lot of like big chances created and things like that with like Trossard who might be injured right now. Fine, but like Gross can come come in. But they just like they're not like Burnley like a. Like one nil, two nil, like shut up shop kind of a team. So I, I feel like Mape is the one yeah, that I in this good. price bracket. Yeah, he just looks like lively, and you know he's got got some some shit about him. Yeah, but even against City, he created like one huge chance. You know, which is like yeah. a lot to ask for against City. Yeah, and I, I I don't think Wesley's like insane. I mean, they still have like a good little window of fixtures, yeah. and I think he's on pens and. You know, he could score a couple goals in the next five, and you know, be worth his price at, at six. So yeah, you'll just want to move on him immediately yeah. into game week ten because that's when the run yeah. changes. So it's kind of tough because you 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 kind of pigeon your hole there. Yeah. For now, it, it it's fine to go like Wesley or whatever. But where are you? What are you doing five weeks from now? Mm-hmm. It might be I'm thinking too far ahead, but it's gonna be a problem. Like it's gonna be yeah. a double change still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Joe Linton. I really like him. Like he looks really yeah, he good. He looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Newcastle suck and fixtures are bad, yeah. Yeah. El Relaxo on Slack. Hey lads, I'd be stoked to hear this is the last question by the way. I'd be stoked to hear about your all-time top transfer in a single game week over the years. I always save the ones that are like, you know, less relevant to, for last. All time. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier this morning when I was putting this into my spreadsheet for the pod. And didn't we both transfer in Alexis for a hat trick? Yeah, West Ham. That was Captain. fucking amazing. Yeah, transferring like a captain 50. like a forty-five pointer. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Good job, yeah, that I forgot was about very that. Yeah. good. Um, and the other one that popped into my mind was, I think I took a minus sixteen. Two seasons ago, before a double game week, and one of the guys I got in was Norwich's Nathan Redmond, and he braced, and it was incredible. All right, okay. I I'm having like a flashback to bringing in Toby when he was on like Southampton Ugh. and spiking like a goal on a minus eight or something. Fuck yeah! Like four years Didn't ago. Didn't you also bring in Kane when he was like four or five? And he started yeah, scoring yeah, four goals. Or five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I did. He was four eight, I think. But I benched him that Chelsea game when he had a triple oh. return. Yeah, <laughs> that like five that. Was in, two game or whatever. Yeah. And he was. Insane. I was in like. I think I was in like Napa. I was in like a hotel in Napa, and I was just like disconsolate about it. Yeah. And uh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, some good transfers over the years. Where have they gone? The, wait, uh, what was the? There was one other. I was just that just came to him, but I just lost it. Who is it? Terry or something? Yes, John Terry, dude. I brought John Terry in for goals all the time. I was at the yeah, Getty actual like, Getty Museum. You, you texted me. It was like week two or something, and, you, and I just brought him in or something. And you were like, "Terry just scored a goal." I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's the only time in life when it's good to have any sort of connection to John Terry is when he scores yeah. goals for your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had Terry that year when he had like multiple goals the like the Chelsea maybe like three or four years ago. Right. Maybe their title their title winning season I got him in at like six or something and he was yeah. just so good. Yeah, I remember yeah. you just had him all season. Yeah. 
One of my favorite transfers, it's not a good one, was uh, I transferred in Gerard before Liverpool, Manchester United, and captained him because he always scores against United. And he just subbed on at halftime and got a red card within like two seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, played Minus one two. and a half minutes yeah, and got a red immediately. card. It was that Simpsons gift, right? Where, like, the grandpa walks into the bar, puts his hat on the hat rack, turns yeah, around, takes right his out. hat off the yeah, hat rack, yeah. and walks immediately yeah. out. That was, that was that performance. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, or should we just move on kind of no, to I our think, teams? I think, I think we hit a lot. I think we're good. International break's a tough, tough job. Gotta say. Yeah, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. All right, so captains, who are you looking at captaining this week? I'm uh, all in on Raz. It's I don't think it's too close for me. Yeah, I have it on Raz right now too. I do think Salah's a completely reasonable pick though. I, I, I just it's the same thing, right? Like Home bus versus away against a team that's gonna doesn't know how to park a bus. I, I feel name. like that. Yeah. Like if if one team scores five goals, like it's gonna be City. It's not gonna be Liverpool. Yes, I think I Liverpool agree. definitely walk for three points. It's not gonna be a contest. But I just I don't think that there's you know more than two or three in that for them. So yeah, and also I don't know if this will be relevant this week. It will be relevant at some point, but. Klopp has to find opportunities to rotate. Salah plays every game, so I'm not worried about Salah starting. But, you know, maybe Firmino, who's not getting back until like Thursday night or something from from the U.S., maybe this is an Origi game or something like that. And the drop-off between Liverpool's starters and backups, like even if Trent rests, the drop-off is so huge attacking-wise that it really hurts you know, when you're captaining Salah and it's like Rigi and Shakiri or something like that, it's just, they're just so much worse. Whereas, you know, if you captain Raz and Pep decides to rotate in, like, you know, Jesus and Mares and like, you know, fucking Foden or something, they don't miss a beat. Like, they're still just going to score five. And that's, that's basically the difference between the teams. Yeah. What, what are you looking for, Captain? I, I'm on Raz as well. I have Vice on yeah, Salah, obviously, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, a little yeah. bit tempted to even go like Kevin just because his form is out of control and Raz hasn't shot in two games, but, you know. Kevin just put up a goal in three dimes in the Belgium game. I mean, he's his form, as imaginary and bullshit as form is, his form is insane. And maybe it shouldn't be called form, it's just how his actual quality, like he's just playing to his actual level. It's not even form, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But so far, I mean, he's... Been way better this season in in terms of points and captaincy shout. Uh, you know, start Raz hat trick game week one and then relatively quiet. So yeah, I don't know. Just the the away is just like ugh. yeah. I still don't love Kevin away. I don't know. Yeah. So what are you looking at, Trent? I mean, you have Emerson's an issue. What are you, well, what are you I looking have, at? I have issues. Like even okay, so <laughs> I haven't looked go. at my team or FPL because it's international break and I just want to die and. So I didn't even know about this Emerson flag until like 30 minutes ago, which is horrible for me. But I, I my whole week prior to finding out about this injury was like, what am I going to do with Delafeu? Like Wofford sack Gracia, Delafeu doesn't even start. It's a fucking shit show there. And Kike Sanchez Flores is just like a bus merchant. Like, I don't know. I want nothing to do with this. It's so weird that they... 
hired him back, by the way. Like, what the hell is that? But um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I need to figure out if I can run out a decent lineup this week or am I supposed to take a hit? I mean, based on what I'm seeing on Twitter right now, the Emerson injury is not supposed to be serious. That said, they're fucking horrible at defending, and I don't think they have any chance at all, really, of keeping it clean away Wolves and home Liverpool in the next two. So my best case is probably one assist or something like that from Emerson in the next two, which it's not really what you're looking for there. I mean, they have the run afterwards, so, you know, maybe Conte back and Rudiger back, maybe that sorts out Chelsea defense. But, you know, I when I... Before I got him, I was really like, okay, home Sheffield United, they could do a job. And it looked okay for a while, and then they just fucking imploded. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing there. and I don't know. I, I honestly might wildcard. I don't think so it's if you, if, too crazy. Okay, so one thing I think that is very optional is, is Jerry to Wood. I think you could do that. Ben Jamerson, hide him, see what happens. Uh... To wood? I don't really like wood. Dude, I love wood. Okay, let me retract that. I love wood. Don't really love him for fantasy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's so just, it if, seems like everything is like, a, you know, everything's get the ball to Barnes these days. For the last, like, almost a year, it's just like Barnes is the guy. All right, all right, all right. I so, mean, I could, so I could you, do him to, like, Wesley or him to Che or something like that. It's horrible. That, That's all that shit's horrible. It's, yeah. it's wood or bust. Everyone knows that. No, but it, if if you wild carded, like, what are you changing in your team? How many spots are you changing? Because your midfield is perfect. Okay, I'm you have changing. Mo, Mount, Kevin, and Raz. Yeah, my midfield's good. Um, you have Pookie. You want to keep him? I'm keeping. I would keep Pookie and probably none of my defenders. Maybe Dean. And probably change okay. Ederson. To what? Like, would you want Otamendi instead? I'd probably go Pope Otamendi instead of Ederson someone. So Pope Otamendi I mean, is 10 million, you know, Ederson six. So, like, that that to me is not close. Um, so, I mean, wild, and then wild I'd get, I'd seems get fine. Trent and, you know, maybe, maybe double Liverpool. I'd have to see how the money works, but... Yeah, I would make probably at least, not including my bench, at least like six changes. Yeah, I mean, I think wild carding is very viable. It's annoying that I missed all of the price changes all week because I just didn't look at fantasy (laughs) because of an international break. But I'm not going to let that stop me. I don't even think you missed that much. Like, I think you've had most of the players that price rose anyway. Yeah, I, I saw Trent went up, so I missed that. Like, a few. I missed a few, but. Yeah, I mean, I might, I might pop it. Um, yeah, it's one of those where it's like we. I'm, this has been like a theme we talked about every week all season. It's just my team's fine, but I feel like I'm just going to keep falling behind. Like, yes, I have a good midfield. I have a bad back six for you know, like a, a not optimized back six. It's fine, but it's not optimized. I have only Pookie because Jerry D doesn't count. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I should wildcard, actually. Now, just talking it out right now, I feel like I should wildcard. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That was me slapping my forehead. <laughs> I guess I, 
At this moment, timestamp this Tuesday, September 10th, 2019, 12.56 p.m. It's looking like I'm going to pop my wild card. Okay. What are you doing? I mean, I just have to deal with the port. Um, I'm either going to go to Otamendi, Tarko, Loten, something like that. I'll do it on, like, fucking Friday or whatever. Otamendi seems great. Yeah, seems good. Yeah, that's easier for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah could be. Could be. If I want to get Pepe, if I want to get Pepe, then who knows what I'm going to do? Oh no! Oh, yeah, you know. Never mind. No, sorry, I was looking at something else. Um, Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the money's not going to fucking grow from trees on. Oh man, yeah. Oh good. All right. Well, that's where we're at. Um, let me slap some asses. We got some. International break asses that need to be slapped. We got Evan Tan, Andrew Scally, Scallywag. We got Bitch Nuts City. We got David Bartels. We got Kyle Shepard, Matt Seward, Chris DiDomizio, DiDomizio, and Brandon Law. What's up, Brandon Law? Uh, boom. Slap that ass. Get in. Welcome. Thanks for signing up. Uh, anything else you want to fucking say? I feel very out of sorts right now, especially with that. Yeah, wild, I don't. With I don't, the wild I don't, card I don't like. I don't like the wild, like the late wild card at the end of the pod, like shunting it out. Like I, I it's don't like, like a redheaded stepchild. I just don't like it. At yeah, my stomach, my stomach hurts a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like it at all. I, so, I think you need to at minimum just band aid it, and we need to dive in next week. Really? You think I'm yeah, just not I, wild I don't carding? Think, I don't think it's a good job by you to do this in this moment. Are you serious? Why? Because your team's still like you. You could get through this weekend like fine with your one transfer. I mean, I could save too. I mean, that's dumb. But like, you could start Maitland Niles, do a one week pun on I Jerry could, D. I could go four, just, five four one, which would mean starting Soy at United, which I don't think is even that bad, and start Pookie and just bench Jerry D and save. I think that's bad. Yeah, like starting. That's, you too, think pa- like starting that's like, too passive. Starting like Wesley or Che or Wood is better than starting Soy, probably, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I might even bench Pookie, honestly. I think that's tough. He's too good. Yeah. Okay. So I bench Soy for one of those punts and just band aid it. You think? And then I think, yeah. I mean, and then I think like you can wild card next week. Maybe, maybe I'll join Pod Partner and just go Che Adams. New pod partner, pod Car- partner, Carl Anka. Oh, God. Fireside chat partner. All right, whatever, dude. <laughs> Just some pun, basically. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We have a long weekend. If Emerson's, if Emerson's injury turns worse, then do it I want It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'll wait a week All to right. wildcard. Oh, oh my, my god. god. No, I don't, I'm just saying. Like that's my gut. But I, I, if if you're like just so upset about the thing, no, I'm just upset you about. T- yeah, I'm not upset about not wildcarding. I'm just upset about my team and my situation and my life. So wildcard seemed like a good temporary fix, but it's probably you know. Maybe it's maybe it's rash. Maybe I'm just being dude. Rash. Wild card is the least temporary fix imaginable. It's the actual long term fix. Like you have to be very certain. Yeah, about this I'm thinking about wild card as like a, 
you know, just a, a Coke binge where I just feel kind of good for a week because I, I just want to feel good. And yeah, now, but don't talk shit about Coke. That's not cool. What do you mean? It's great. Yeah, no, I I want oh, yeah. to feel good. I want to oh, be yeah, on a, yeah, okay. a a metaphorical Coke binge, but right, right, I shouldn't right. think about it like that. I should think about it as long term. You're right. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll, I'll wait. Coffee. I'll wait. Something you could do every day. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, 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 okay. <sighs> That's it, right? Or anything else? Yeah, come on, let's get out of here. Check us out! At FMLFL.com, follow us on Twitter at FMLFL, support us at Patreon.com, slash FMLFL, subscribe, rate, review, and share it! Sports Social Podcast Network.